Here at a 1.14 p.m., I have, who is, uh, how do you pronounce your handle? Is it uh, BL, Black, or BLV Wolf? Or? It's, it's just Black Wolf. Okay, because it's like B-L-V-C-K. Yes, but it's still Black Wolf. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, uh, and you are a cosplayer and also a, uh, you own a library of books, too. I mean, you have two, on Instagram, you have, like, two accounts, and one is for cosplays, one is for, I guess, uh, uh, some books you're set, or, I mean, uh, a, a uh, yeah, library, yeah. Yeah, for cosplay, and the other one is just where I do, like, book reviews and things like that. All right, and the the interesting thing with you is that I how I even found out anything about you. Uh, one of my friends over here, and he runs this geek channel called uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Super cool nerd show or SCNS Live. Uh, Jason Del- Delworth and. He shared this post. He's like, "Wow, look at this cool cosplay!" And it was you dressing up as—I forgot the character. Is I think it was a Looney Tunes character, but he had a big mustache or, or, and just a. Oh, um, Pecos. I think I think that was it. You, yeah, that's the one that got pretty pretty big throughout the internet. Yeah, how did that get big throughout the internet? Or I mean, that's probably I, of your guess. I have no idea. It was basically just a closet cosplay because I do a lot of like old cartoons for my closet cosplays and it was just the same thing. I just threw on something having fun with it and then first um, one of a lot of the bigger platforms saw it then make costumes which is like the really big retailer for costumes reposted and that's how it really took off. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool for you. I mean, you get people looking at your stuff. I mean, is, are you, do you have your pages, you're like, you're, uh, I wouldn't, I don't know if you call them fan pages, you just call them, like, just cosplay pages, but do you have, or is it all through Instagram, or do you also share your work through the other social media platforms, like Facebook, Twitter, or, uh, what, I mean, what are the places people use? I think, uh, no, I don't know. Pinterest is for writers, but I mean, uh, well, though TikTok, never mind. That is another thing because uh, a lot of a lot of my friends, especially in cosplay, use TikTok, and I think that's how TikTok got popular. It was it, it was advertised heavily from cosplayers. So I mean, uh, or is it like all just through Instagram only? It's mainly through Instagram. I'll post a few things on Facebook here and there, but I mainly just post my stuff on Instagram. Yeah, is that like your favorite social media platform? or? Yeah, Instagram just a, a lot easier, and it's easier to reach out to more people there versus the other ones. At least for me, it is. All right. TikTok is complicated <laughs> for me, so I don't really do too much there. Did, didn't your one that blew up didn't it also come with a TikTok video? I don't I don't remember. I know there was the photo where you had you in the costume, and then you I mean you put yourself and then the character side by side for like comparison. 
and I think that one had a, a TikTok video. I don't, I don't remember, but I, you, I think you do have a TikTok. I'm, I, yes. Yeah. I have a TikTok. I just don't post too much on there. And that one, I did make a TikTok video with that one, cause the guy he plays, he plays a song, and I was just like lip syncing it. Yeah. Well, I mean that's cool that that got you know some people got to see uh you know your wonderful closet cosplays which that's an interesting thing to do is do you know show off cosplays that on a on a lower budget or as i mean i assume that's what closet cosplays are i am friends with a lot i mean i am friends with a lot of cosplayers here in uh dfw and uh, some that even come out of uh, Texas, and I've heard of co- or closet cosplay or uh, or like budget cosplay or whatever you want to call it. But you know, making costumes out of just simple material or just out of uh, out of at least not an expensive budget, because I know a cosplay can be pretty pricey, but. That's, yeah. Really expensive. Closet, co- closet cosplays, you just basically use what you already have to come up with a character. Yeah, and you basically, I mean, I don't know if all of them are closet cosplays, but you pretty much have been, at least as close as possible, been throwing on closet cosplays of various Cartoon Network characters, Nickelodeon. Stuff that, you know, people remember, like that one, but also, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, there was, like, Codenate Kids Next Door, and there's uh, some other uh, characters, too, uh, Steven Universe, so, I mean, and I, I'm sure you're probably also into these shows, too, so that does uh, increase the fun for you to make these uh, costumes, uh, but, I mean, that's really cool to do that. I mean, cause of cosplaying is just something that, I mean, for those who want to get into cosplay, that's probably a way to start. I mean, that's telling them, hey, you don't need to spend too much money if you got stuff in your house that will help you at least put on a character or at least put on some makeup. Uh, has there ever been a closet cosplay for you that was still complicated like i mean it was something that was on something that you had in your house but i mean outside of all that it was the hardest one to make it look as close as possible to the cartoon character you're trying to represent um the whole thing is like it's it's easy to do like i've had harder actual cosplays but closet cosplays that's the whole purpose of that area of it it's like if it's too hard you might as well you know commission it or actually make a more professional one so none of the closet cosplays i've done have been difficult at all yeah i i mean it's still cool you're doing that i mean and that's probably what got you a lot of followers just people latch on i mean that's what people love the most about cosplay or seeing cosplayers is just the, that nostalgia or fandom for this character and then they see someone dressed at it and they go oh my god like I go to anime conventions and and 
comic conventions and I just would walk down and then I would see someone wearing, I don't know, whatever character, uh, Batman or Spider-Man or uh, uh, Naruto or whatever, whatever character you can name. And then just someone in the back will go like, oh my god, it's that character! And they would lose their marbles. And, which, I mean, I, I get it. I don't have that in me to get that, like, uh, super excited when someone I have never met before is just wearing a cool costume. I would be like, okay, cool costume. But, I mean, I I get that as well. As long as they are being friendly about it. I mean, not uh, in a weird way, but... Uh, have you gone to conventions and have people kind of look at you and go, oh my gosh, you're wearing that costume, or is that not, or are people like not as uh, crazy about uh, specific costumes they see when going to cons over in your area, which I meant, I asked before if you were in California and you said no, is it, is it California or Florida? Sagan Oh, uh, uh, where are you from? California or Florida? I live in Florida. I oh, used Florida. to live. Yeah. What What's the convention scene like in Florida? The convention scene in Florida, I mean, the convention scene, it's the, pretty much the same anywhere you go. You're still going to get big cosplayers, small cosplayers. It just depends on like how big the actual convention is like San Diego Comic-Con you're going to get have hundreds and hundreds of people and like one of the smaller ones like um Holiday Matsuri in Florida is not as big so it just depends on the con but you still get a lot of the same people you see a lot of the same things but the smaller ones do have more more children, and the bigger ones are more adults for the most part. But otherwise, the same people is still just as fun. Yeah, and I'm sure for you right now, now the cons are gone uh, mo- for the most part, or pretty much. Like, how are you as a cosplayer, like wanting to continue, or like pretty much? What have you been doing to adapt to? COVID-19, because what I've also seen on your Instagram stories, it seems like you really don't fear this uh, virus at all. Like, you've been out to the beach and out onto the parks and everything, which, I mean, hey, you want to, as long as you're careful, that is perfectly fine, but me personally, I would not even <laughs> go to the beach. I would, I would not go out there, but uh, yeah, like, how are you even adapting to release right now? I mean, the beach is empty I'm not going to Miami or any of the places that are really packed it's people you have to be smart about where you go I live in Florida there's a million beaches here Yeah. so people who are getting infected are the people who are going to places that are populated if I go to a beach and it's only me and five other people there then there's miles and miles apart that you are apart from each other yeah I feel space not that I don't fear it because people do still need to be at home and following guidelines but if you social distance then you can do the things that you need to do yeah I'm I'm just a big scaredy cat with this virus so I don't even go for that that option I'm just like you know what I'm going to 
sit my butt at home and wait for this to or be 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 at least not as harsh. Because over here in Texas, uh, we are one of the leading states in cases right now. Uh, yeah, infections are high, and you know there's there's debate back and forth about going to schools. And it, I mean, recently the governor is slowly going towards, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't a good idea to open schools in the fall, because he said, okay, the first three weeks will be carried online. You don't actually have to go inside of a campus. But I feel like as these things are going to rise up, they're just going to have to say, you know what, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. President, but we can't do this, so we would just have to close down. Because one of the states already did close down uh, their schools. They, they said that they're not opening up in the fall. So, I mean, I, I mean I'm always, I'm hoping... People are safe and responsible, but I mean that's of the state and the city to have the final say with if they're going to open or close the schools. Yeah, but I mean there was that threat of hey, if you don't open the school, then we're going to cut funding. So I mean that's where we we've been in the anyway. I don't want to get too into the political stuff because uh, you're the things that you do are just all about the the, the fun of cosplay and also uh, books as well so what's probably a thing that you are taking advantage of if, if there's anything good to gain and I'm, I'm not saying that things are good to gain from COVID obviously not but you know uh, what, what sort of things have you tried to or at least uh, take advantage of the fact that Cons are not here, and uh, or at least you as a cosplayer, have you like thought of doing something like? I, I think what some of my cosplayers are doing, they're still doing photo shoots. They're still you know cosplaying and then going out or doing some sort of like social distancing photo shoot where they have the photographers stay six feet apart and all that, or. They have it be from their family members and people who are with them and, you know, won't won't get it. And then there's also the thing about online cosplay contests and online cosplay runaway or online cosplay what have you. Like, have you thought of how do I continue being a cosplayer while there's no conventions or is this something you just decide not really to... Uh, do at this moment well i'm more of a convention cosplayer there's different types of people you have the people who don't even go to conventions but they they do photo shoots and then there's like like you said contest cosplayers who go to conventions to compete with each other but i just i just do it for the fun of it to hang out with my friends at the conventions and wear my cost and wear the different costumes so i'm really taking this time just to basically take a break from any of the bigger cosplays i have planned because they are expensive so having all this time it allows me to save money so that when con season does come around again i'll be able to invest more into bigger costumes than in the past yeah, I mean, there's always that plan D. I mean, one of my costly friends, or some of them that they're do- they're doing at this time, is they are they are actually making costumes, prepping for when cons come back. So, I mean, there is that time of hey, you know what? I got all this time to make these costumes that could be ready for 
2021 or what, whatever. I, I mean, I highly doubt things will be saved by the end of the year, but I mean, eventually there will be a vaccine. Uh, and I mean, they're saying summer 2021. We don't know, but when it, when that comes and then co- or conventions, uh, they feel they're, they're, uh, are able to come back or say at least cases go down and they're controlled and then conventions just somehow find those way to make these social distance uh, events. I mean, that's the thing is uh, over here in Texas, we've had conventions pull out and go to 2021. We have conventions go online and actually San Diego ComCon is also doing that. I don't sometime this month they're having an online date, but uh, over here in Texas, we had a free convention called uh, ArlingCon and it was like a a little family-friendly nonprofit type of convention, and that took place in the Arlington uh, College or Arlington School of Public Library. It was a really fun, peaceful event, and that uh, you can attend for free. And they were like, "You know what? We're gonna take it online." So they were able to have these panels and have cosplay contests, and also allow vendors to sell their stuff virtually. And I thought that was a really nice, a really smart move for them to for a way to still have an event but not have to get people infected now you do have the the c category of conventions that say you know what we can have our event in person and it's going to work no matter we're going to beat this virus we know more than these uh, experts here and there are conventions here in in uh, texas that have not pulled out yet and they're and they've not been even advertising like how to stay safe or everything they've just been promoting vendors and and special guests and everything i even talked to one of the showrunners for one of the events in the fall and i'm like you know it's going on right and they're like what and i'm like covid19 and they're like ah we we, we'll take care of it yeah by november it'll be great and i'm i just like okay (laughs) anyway sorry but you haven't had any of that uh in your in your area though like conventions that say you know what we are going to keep people safe by telling people to social distance, and then we're just going to have fun, have our event anyway. The conventions, um, they're really just playing it by ear because yeah. um, Dragon Con in Atlanta was just canceled, and um, the one the there's only three left this year that I was going to that haven't been canceled yet, but they're at the end of the year, so probably in another month or so we'll know more about that. But New York Comic Con, Anime NYC, and Holiday Matsuri, those three still are on track to happen, but you know more. I guess they're just trying to see the way things are going. Well, there is something interesting. When I talked to Tiffany Witcher, one of my earlier interviews, she's an amazing woman who's a voice actress and everything, but she said that for some of these events, they... They actually can't pull out. Uh, or, I mean, they can, but they can't, like, reveal it until... Until the, the last minute, yeah. Well, that, maybe not until the last minute, but there's, like, a set date for reservation. So, yeah, it's it kind of weird they're able to do that. But there are some conventions that are like, no, we can do this whether a virus or not, we're going to have this event. And they're the ones that I'm kind of worried about. But through 
the the rest of these events, I think finding a way to adapt to this, but at least keeping people safe, that is great. But uh, I mean, still, I, I mean, yeah, it, it, as long as there's something that keeps you happy and that's something that you enjoy, uh, which you, I mean, you mentioned books uh, uh, as well, and I'm sure there's other things you're interested in doing as well. So I mean, uh, whatever whatever you've been up to now that I mean, taking a break from cosplay or at least saving money from it, like what's what's been your plan B? Well, I mean, everything's going to get back the way it was eventually. And, I mean, cosplaying is not my job, so I still do, like, regular day-to-day things. And, like, I go to Disney. Disney's opening back up, so I do that. And I skate, get exercise. But, like, cosplay is, like, all of my, a lot of my friends do it. So we're just, like, taking things as they go. We still do, like, the closet cosplay is, like, a way you can still put content out without breaking the bank and having too many extra costumes just piling up without being used. Yeah, and, I mean, then there's the thing about uh, books, too. I mean... There are plenty of people who have been recommending books, and then also digital books and everything. Which I mean, that's yeah. that's another yeah. All right. Take themselves because you don't have anything else to do. A lot of people still haven't gotten back to work yet. So if you're at home, just at home, it makes sense to do something to further yourself. Well, there's that, and then there's you know, unemployment is also very high. So I mean, there's a lot of people don't even have. <laughs> jobs period but i mean yeah books have been something i mean uh, that's that is a great thing to s- still keep doing even when cosplay or conventions are uh oh because i mean that's what some people enjoy doing as well as just grabbing up a book they enjoy reading and reading it or you know through ebooks too so do, do is it like uh are you like a physical person or digital person when it comes to reading i prefer books as something about just holding the book in your hand I feel like I can grasp the material better and I really can immerse myself in the book whereas ebooks I feel like I fly through ebooks yeah I, I it's yeah a actual book than with ebooks for me that is but some people love ebooks because you can get plenty of books for free there's that I mean it does cost less and then mm-hmm. uh, I mean it also depends because some books can cost quite a bit some books don't uh, i mean it depends on what like i mean if you were going through school you would probably want an ebook over a physical copy because those physical copies cost they they're yeah they're super expensive and doing an ebook version of it is more reasonable i mean the the fact that they there's a lot of things that they the uh the amazon kindle can also help you with like keywords and everything so uh i mean i guess it depends on your preference also whichever works uh but and then there was another thing what i actually did an interview earlier with an author uh chingetto uh mayo or mayo and she is an author from zimbabwe africa as a very sweet lady and just or amazing poet and she's got a book out called deja vu which talks about the life and stuff she's been going through uh in africa and everything i mean not just 
depressing stuff, but also just the, the joy that she's experienced as well. And I think it's just a very, I mean, she's, you know, she has a very powerful words and just a very great story. And you can get it on Amazon ebook and for much less than trying to get an international shipping of the physical copy. Because apparently phys- a physical copies in other countries, there is that international fees. So mm-hmm. you can and e-books yeah. take up less space. Oh what? Ebooks take up less space as well. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, yeah, I mean, or which I'm gonna put a link to, of course, of that in the description of this audio. If you're you're or any of your uh, audience who also enjoys books wants to read that because that, that that is great. And yeah, well, actually, it's on Amazon for ten bucks, but the international fees is what makes it like probably seventy or eighty or so. If you were to get the physical version, but I mean, it's also Amazon Kindle. So anyway, as I was saying, is that you know, books—that's a good one. I mean, people have that their activities to do. Uh, reg- I mean, people say there's nothing to do. You know what? Maybe, maybe it's just being used to just going out to places, but. Everybody has those indoor activities they like doing. I mean, you know, me running a podcast about entertainment and geek stuff and I'll maybe just mentioning I enjoy going to conventions too and, you know, hang out with my friends. A lot of them are cosplayers. Some of them are bigger, smaller cosplayers that have gone other places. And, you know, we all enjoy a bit of movies and, and video games and everything and I mean, Netflix, the streaming services, they'll keep putting stuff on for people to watch. And and even though big blockbuster movies, theatrically, they keep getting pushed back. Video games, they have not slowed down. Or at least uh, the animation departments, they're, they're the ones who've been affected the least out of everything. Because they've got that transition of working from home and the fact that it's animation and you can just get it. I mean, you can work on things at home and, and get it all together means that, you know, they don't have to keep pushing things back. So, I mean, that's why even, even this week, I mean, if you are a PlayStation fan, you got Ghost of Tsushima. If you're a Nintendo fan, you got Paper Mario. So it's like, hey, if you're if you're a gamer, this is actually the best time. Right. There's been lots of new games coming out. Ghost of Destruction comes out today. You're a Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah. yeah. I, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> <I> destru- <laughs> that comes out today, tonight. Yeah, it, it does. Uh, well, uh, yeah, and, and Paper Mario, Two big games of the same day for two different platforms. That's that that is uh, yeah. something really crazy. I mean, you know, there there are games coming out almost every week, so it's like okay, there depending on what your interests are, then hey, that it might work out for you. In fact, even the CDC and who they recommend people play video games to pass time uh, during the quarantine. So it's almost like hey, you know what even even the health officials, they say video games are great. Right. And those who are not into video games before, then, well, I, I don't know if you, yeah. Well, now, all the Animal Crossing people. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, oh I thought you were, were going to follow that up with something. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah, no, Animal Crossing has been the number one game for people because it is calm and relaxing. And that, 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 yeah, all right. gamers into it. No, I am into it, too. I 
I got that on release. And that's the thing is when that came out, so did Doom Eternal. So just like just like this week, you have people who own a PlayStation or Xbox console. They got something new to look forward to, or a Nintendo console. They have something new to look forward to. And yeah, I I adored Animal Crossing. I even though I there have been new games for me that I've been. Uh, you know, re- re- reviewing to talk about on, on the, the gaming podcast I do. I mean, I still go back to Animal Crossing. They had their summer update where you can now swim. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever you're into, there is something due at home. Even though we're so used to going out places and it may drive us crazy. And I, I've, I, I say this being, you know, into geek culture and in, into gaming and f- movies and stuff. I mean, yeah, I do love going out and seeing friends and everything, and there are points where I just feel sad when I see memories of a year ago where I was out and about, and, you know, now that's not a thing. I I mean, I, I, outside of being into all this stuff, is that I actually work with a charity, a cosplay charity called Heroic Inner Kids, and it's a bunch of cosplayers from just different fandoms or things they're into, and they're just dressing up as their favorite character to cheer up kids and also raise money for the ones who are sick, which, I mean, now is even a great time. Uh, I mean, not saying it's a great time like it's a good thing. No, it is not. None of it is. But the fact that there are a lot of kids getting infected with COVID-19, it does make uh, stuff like Heroic and Her Kids still important day, which right now we're kind of doing a uh, little virtual stuff. We even, even with cosplay charities, we tend to, I mean, there are ways we can help people out without having to, you know, get people sick and what, uh, or what? There's, you said there's ways to help them out without actually having to be there yeah, in yeah. person. Yeah. Like for example, we could dress up as different characters. Like I have a Spider-Man bodysuit. And what I would do is I would put on the Spider-Man bodysuit and read uh, one of my niece's books that they, I borrow. And I just upload onto the, the High Kids page or the, the High Kids group. And we just send them off to hospitals and everything. That's one thing to do is just to be that or be pretend to be a great comic book or anime or movie character what have you and just to to give put a smile on kids even if you're not there uh write postcards or photos i mean we've kind of been coming up with ways to just still raise funds for things such as covid and you know things like that also help so i mean you know you're at home thinking that there's nothing to do I think there is something. This is a time to do whatever the heck. I mean, time has slowed down, so that's given you an opportunity to just think what you you want to do uh, at the time, or what you want. What will help you too? Because I mean, you could be productive as I mean, you could work on so many things constantly. But I think also self care is important too, and sometimes uh, kind of slowing that down too, just to calm yourself that is that also works too and you know again things like animal crossing they've helped people who've dealt with anxiety depression and all that so you know i mean this time to just do whatever the heck and uh whether or not you get lucky to get a job uh at this time i mean at the very least 
there there are ways to at least know that hope is not lost and that's what i think is very important uh so what uh and for you being a, a cosplayer, though, I mean, going back to the costly part, because, I mean, that is a still a popular thing. Uh, when you go to, I mean, I've heard this a lot and from comment or con, or uh, people who uh, I know who are cosplayers who go to the cosplay cons, uh, and they there, there are some that are positive to it and I, I mentioned the whole freak out and getting uh, geek, geeked out over a cosplay but then there are friends of mine who tell me that they don't want to cosplay anymore because of cosplay drama and that's something that has been happening for people who've been stuck at home here in the the Texas area and I'm not saying that you know all uh, everywhere in Texas is just about uh uh, drama but have you ever had it, it, i mean in an, in a convention over in florida or california have you ever had those like maybe not pleasant experiences uh but if not then that's great um i haven't had any bad experiences at any cons people are always really nice the only issues happen on the internet with people who come do all the comments about how the character isn't black, so oh yeah, I saw that. All of that whole genre of people who have those issues, but other than that, which you have those issues, whether you cosplay or not, somebody's gonna have something to say, and then you have to educate them. But otherwise, I haven't. I've never had any issues at any cons. They're always really fun. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is when I have friends tell me that i kind of only so, i'm somewhat get confused because when i go to conventions i just see nothing but positive experiences and i i mean mo for the most part i see people at uh, conventions really happy and having fun and that but there's just a handful of my friends who tell me that no there are people who judge me because of what i wear or uh there's racism and at conventions and yeah i i don't accept that myself but it's just that it, these conventions are so big and that i just never see them it's just like okay i don't know if that situation is to be put on of conventions in general or just there's just sometimes going to be jerks at conventions but i mean it's great to know that you've had very positive experiences i mean for the most part, same here. Those are probably some of the best experiences I have uh, all year is just going to conventions and just spending some uh, quality time with friends, uh, you know, in hotel rooms and doing game nights, and especially in anime conventions at night when people get crazy. It's usually for a good reason, but in, in uh, Anime Fest, for example, uh, at night, it's just one big rave party every room. It's a very cozy convention at the Sheridan. And, if, I mean, if that's ever your interest to go to Texas, that's a great convention to be at. And it's very affordable, too. But uh, people actually come from out of state to Texas for events like Anime Fest because it is so 
nice and cozy people make friends with people uh locally here and do those group photo shoots that's another thing that happens probably in uh over in florida and california i bet too those those cosplay meetups to do photo shoots and then the, the, the you know little events like cosplay chess or uh cosplay show and tell and and then night parties that's when it, it gets adult rated people get drunk uh some people take their shirts off and running around their the room. They get crazy at nighttime. <laughs> no, they do. I mean, some of my... I don't know if it was the Anime Fest or another convention, but some of my friends' nights at uh, conventions, they they would be, like, volunteer security. And they would tell me they had, they had people get super drunk and then just take their shirt off and pretend to be anime like uh, naruto and do do that little run that he does around the convention floor and then just act really weird and pass out uh which i mean you could in any other place you would say that that's kind of disturbing or creepy or i don't want to be there but you know at this or what to expect it's gonna happen (laughs) Well, I mean, at these conventions, these people, are st- even when they're crazy, they're still friendly. So that's where I feel more safe around drunk cosplayers than I do around drunk people at bars or anything. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they they still want to experience that little, you know, that little... I mean, what we call is our own little vacations from everything. is just to, you know, dress up and, and hang out with people. And, 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 you know, Anime Fest has just been one of the best places for that because it is so affordable because it is cozy and pretty big. Not not too big, but uh, it's a very nice venue. And also the food is very cheap because it's next to a food court. So meals are like eight bucks or so. Because they have like McDonald's and, and Taco Bell and everything. So it's like you got you got all the all the fast food chains like right next to here and a Starbucks. So yeah, I mean, con- conventions, they, they are really nice and I do miss them. But I think it is for the best that they don't happen for now. And we, we just, we either think of a plan B to enjoy that, that con li- life at the comfort of our home or, I mean, what, what I've been doing is just doing like, hosting online uh zoom parties where you just hang out we laugh and play uh jackbox games or something like that so i mean whatever we can do to just keep people united and that's the most important thing out of everything so i mean you mentioned that cosplay is not your day job and probably not books either like where where do you uh work at i'm a fly in debt right now well we're still we're still furloughed but we're supposed to start back here soon oh yeah and how's how's the flight how's that even or that situation because airlines from what i know is that the virus can be airborne and that's probably something very most have been most of us have been furloughed so yeah. they they're cut they've cut down on flights so most of us aren't working but we're still getting paid um leave so um, since they cut flights, we're not really working, but we should be back once things calm down. We could have been back already if people would stop, you know, yeah, <laughs> would do what they're supposed to do and yeah. protect themselves. 
there was actually a recent news that said, hey, or it was from one of the U.S. representatives said, hey, if you, everybody, if 90% of people in the U.S., if they were to wear masks and they were to social distance for a month, cases will go down dramatically and we will be able to contain the virus before the vaccine comes. But they won't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but they, unless there's an executive order that shuts everything down, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, if as long as something is open, people are just gonna flock to that. And you, you know, I, I've actually had my sister who was originally like, uh, you know, people are being safe. What are you talking about? Things are things are gonna be going back to normal. And then it took for her to go to Bucky's to realize, oh crud, nobody's wearing masks in here. <laughs> So. Yeah, anywhere there's mat where they have people can do whatever they want. Like I felt, I went when I went to Disney World. I really felt safer at Disney World than the grocery store. That's how that's how strict they are about the whole social distancing thing. However, though, I've heard that in Disney World, people have been coughing, and. There have been some cases coming up from it. But, I mean, I hopefully where you're at, that's different. Well, you can't even... That's actually... It can't be possible because Disney hasn't even been open a week. So, signs don't even show. Well, uh, so people filmed on an iPhone that they saw, like, people at Disney World, like, coughing and vomiting mm. already. So, I mean, I don't I don't know what the situation is with that, but for what I'm hearing from people who've been... Because that's the thing, is you can use the iPhone just to basically make your own news story if you just see something... Yeah. yeah I and, just don't Because they were really... They were really, like, specific about let how how they were were letting people in. They had doctors there really observing people before they let them in. And you weren't even allowed to drink your water in the park unless you were in a certain spot. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, if things work well for Disney World, then that is great. I mean, that shows you can... You can operate these businesses and while still being safe and everything. But I just, from what I've seen from those those uh, those viral videos, uh, there are people at Disney World that appear to be sick. But maybe that's a different story. Maybe that that was an employee and they just had to quickly take them into isolation. I don't know the situation with the all I. All I saw was, hey, look, people are still sick and they're at Disney World. I, I mean, that's, I, I, I don't know what was going on with that. But, <laughs> hey, you know what? I want you to, you know, be ha- or have fun and be happy because, you know, I make these interviews with people. Uh, for one, I want to sh- put this live and show other people. Look at this awesome person. Look at how, look at how amazing Black Wolf is as a cosplayer and as a book reader. You should follow her and everything. But I mean, the other thing is, I like to, you know, lift spirits up and and make new friends out of this. And I think there are some wonderful experiences that have happened so far just with doing these. Uh, interviews with creators of color. I mean, I just brought two a friend I've known for years, and then somebody I interviewed recently just together, and they did a a little podcast themselves, and I just thought that was just really awesome. And I mean, I it would be really cool to have you come to. Uh, I mean, when this is over, of course. But I mean, you know, if you want to come down to one of these uh, Texas uh, conventions, because we have fun over here. I mean. Uh, 
as much as I said about the, the, the cosplay drama, I'll say, I think most of what I'm hearing, that's a lot of that is from the, the comic conventions. But over in anime and, and gaming, I've, at least from what I know of, I haven't had any, heard of any of those experiences. But I mean, even then, I mean, we love cons and we love going out and just being geeky and crazy. And that's, the, and those are the places where we can do that and it can be safe and no nobody would call the police on us. <laughs> but right. yeah I, I mean outside of outside of the 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 stupid online comments about uh the cosplays you wear you haven't received any sort of like raised racist remarks or anything right say again yeah I, besides the internet comments complaining about the cosplays that you wear you haven't received any direct racism towards you oh no false. not yeah. as far as cosplay goes everything is pretty pretty supportive well, well i mean like those you're talking about those online comments saying like this character is not black but i mean yeah. besides besides that oh no yeah nothing else than the cosplay community yeah no i mean that that's good i mean that that i mean there despite all this there are people of color who have thankfully not dealt with any racist or hate indirectly and they've still been able to enjoy life and that's good i mean i hope that is for everybody i mean again there is some crazy stuff in this world besides COVID-19 and everything. But, I mean, it is it is a good thing when I am talking to someone of color who has not dealt with excessive level hate, and that is great. So In general? No, that's different. I'm talking about just cosplay. Oh, oh yeah, okay, okay. I was talking about in general. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm from Tennessee, no. <laughs> and I live in Florida. Let's get this in. This is an everyday thing. Well, I'll tell you, Florida is crazy because I've been to Florida for Orlando and (laughs) I've been to Orlando, Florida a lot for, yeah, for Disney World, but also for Universal. And one of the things is when I used to go to Florida, it would rain every day. At least every time we go to Florida, the weather would not be great. It would, it would rain. And then every time we were in a, we were in a, uh. I forgot the name of the hotel we were in, but there was this neighborhood of, like, uh, apartments you could rent that are close to Universal or, or Disney World. I forgot where, but those, those little hotel houses. Right. Uh, anyway, every time I would go up and get ready to go to that Universal or that Disney World, there would be something crazy. They're Like, there would be a woman taped to the side of a car with her baby. And... <laughs> This actually happened in Florida. I, I, and then there would be, uh, oh no, there'd be someone dancing on the top of the car, of a moving car, and then there would be like, a lot of it has to do with cars, just people doing dangerous things uh, on cars. And, and that would be before and after going to Disney World. Now at Disney World and, and Universal, I've not experienced any crazy, but it, it's just weird that like a lot of the crazy stories you hear on the news they're from florida or they're from somewhere around florida but yeah uh, but i mean it's it is it is definitely not great to receive racism and i i mean you don't deserve any of it you i mean i'm this is my introduction to you but i can tell you are an amazing lady and you deserve all the love and not the hate that's my hope with all this is that just we can normalize mixed identification with each other not have anyone be told jerks and say 
oh my gosh, why are you with this person because their skin color? We can't let this person come in because of skin color. That is something I've never really accepted growing up. And I just, uh, I think, you know, with the power of the internet, I hope that we can unite people. I mean, could, will racism just go extinct? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, not, not at least not that soon. But no, if races keep breeding, then racism will continue. Well, I mean, my, my hopes is that we just all kind of, I don't know. I'm, I'm always wanting to love people because I love people, but it's, yeah. I mean, that's why I look at the good people that are doing great things and not all that. But I mean, I, I do, I do see it. I mean, I'm glad that now this is the time where we can change the chapter in history and, and make some things different. I mean, these peaceful protests, they have done some good. They've had made some changes and i know it's not over yet we still have a long way to go but i'm i don't know I, i'm hoping this is the year where we see change at least minimalizing racism and not making it be as extreme and rampant as it is right now but, right i mean at, at the very least i'm hoping that you despite all that in tennessee and in florida you're still you know, find yourself to be happy and know that there are people who really look at you as someone awesome and not any of this. Oh, yeah. There are people out here. There's just a few that aren't. Yeah. That make things better for the rest of everyone. Yeah. Well, uh, lady, I think you are amazing. And I just think it's really cool uh, that your cosplays are getting a lot of attention. I, and I think it's cool that you're bringing a, the, or at least you're uh, inviting the participation of Closet Cosplay. And then at the moment, just doing uh, book reviews and everything, which I did look at your account on, on the, the book or the book uh, Instagram. There hasn't been a post. Is there something that you're wanting to set up with that part, or getting it getting it together? Yeah. Because doing doing reviews takes a minute, so I just haven't gotten to that yet. Okay, but that is definitely something you're probably looking forward to. I bet. Uh, mm. I mean, yeah, and, and I mean, especially you also being in a geek culture, they have a sequel to that Ready Player One book coming. So I mean. Hey, you know, books are still going too. I don't know if you read right. the first one or that's a book you're necessarily interested in. I haven't read the first one, though. Yeah, I read it. It's not really for me. And the thing is, I'm, I'm not the biggest about nostalgia. And that's with the book is that it, the book is really just a huge book about some guy just talking about how much he loves the 80s. And occasionally there would be oh. a plot... But it's really about, oh my gosh, man, I love that TV show. And man, I remember the Atari and the NES. And I'm like, okay, that's good. What's the story about? Chapter 2, Tron. Uh, okay. Uh, but, but the movie, the movie still is kind of very much on heavy on nostalgia. But I, what I like about the movie is it turned it into a theme park ride. Uh, like every action scene, they used all of these different different properties to put in some really uh exciting action and even though the story is still cheesy as heck it's kind of that steven spielberg charm yeah i mean 
I'm not the biggest fan of, of the property, but I, I do respect what the movie did. And if, uh, you know, this, the sequel of the book is happening, then, and Steven Spielberg is like, okay, the, the first movie didn't make a lot of money, but I'm still going to go for it again. Oh, okay. Anyway. Or what? Saying, let's make another one anyways. Although the first one didn't do too well. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. It's, I think Steven Spielberg, he's trying to remake that musical. What was it called? West Side Story. And that was supposed to come out at the end of this year. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, that it was supposed to come out at the end of this year, but you know, Corona's probably going to push that back. But yeah, he that's his next thing. He's remaking that movie. Uh, that's not interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the return of the musical plays. I mean, you have Hamilton came out. There was supposed to be uh, In the Heights, which is the, from the same guy who did Hamilton, but that got pushed back a year because of Corona. They did Cats. Oh, what? They did Cats, which was awful. Oh, Cats. Oh, Cats. Yeah, I remember that. It was uh, awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, lady, I, I love talking to you, and I, I want to keep this up post this uh interview and i i, I mean i i'd welcome the day you come in and uh, or come to texas and uh, cosplay as that character so jason delworth could just lose his darn mind because he was geeking out over that photo <laughs> but but no i mean you are an awesome lady so where do people follow you up they follow me on instagram at black wolf with the v instead of an a black period BLVCK period wolf or the flying cosplayer just the flying cosplayer where everything I post on there is just exclusively cosplay and travel stuff for those who don't care about my personal life (laughs) (laughs) well I think they will now you know what that is that is actually interesting have you had a spike of viewers due to the you know the rise of Black Lives Matter. No, um, not not necessarily not necessarily as a direct reflection of the Black Lives Matter thing. I feel like it's all I don't know if because I've been if I've been getting reposted more by bigger pages because of that or I don't know. I just I'm just going with whatever. <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? Your your work is getting noticed by people, so that's that is good. And there are pages I have seen that they basically just show black cosplayers, like uh, even on on Instagram. There's like cosplayers of color, I think it's called. So yeah, I mean, that's yeah, one. yeah. There's a lot of different ones. So I mean, th- this is your year to shine uh, with all your. In fact, that is good that you're get- you're getting your uh, book reviews ready. So then people who are following you could be like, oh, here's this other thing you do, and you could inspire other people right. again reading. So it is all great stuff, lady. And uh, or is there any other pages besides Instagram, or is it just Instagram? Just just the Instagram. I have TikTok, which is the same. It's the same handle, but I really don't post much there. Okay. I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> well, you know what? People go on TikTok even when they're bored. And actually, the interesting thing is one of my earlier interviews, uh, Vic and, and uh, Piali, they were against TikTok originally, but they then they decided to make some skits uh, relevant to things that are happening. And they are famous on TikTok now. They have like over 250,000 subscribers, I think, but it's, or followers, whatever the terminology oh, wow. is. It. Yeah, so you can get big on TikTok. Uh, uh, you just gotta, you gotta go with the, the trends and, and, and do wacky things. 
Thanks. <laughs> well, that's the thing is if you post something and there's like hashtag trends going on, you can get a spike of viewers because people are on those trends, believe it or not. So, I mean, you got to watch yourself because some of these trends could be like eating a Tide Pod or anything, but you, you know. <laughs> that's the Gen Z. We don't, we don't do what they do. <laughs> Anyway, so you can find this on soundcloud.com slash pondspress that will be uploaded and also pitchpodcast.com thanks to the lovely Merlin who put it on there. Pondspress is on Facebook and on Instagram under the same name Pondspress and also at Twitter ChasePond64 and the weekly schedule on pondspress.wordspress.com. Lady, I adore you, I love you, and I'll talk to you again later. All right, thank you. you it's been a pleasure. Definitely. All right, bye-bye.